is going to happen is that our friends abroad are coming into our lands, buying thousands of miles, I mean, hectares. And not only we are importing food now, but they're going to farm from our own country and take the food outside to sell it outside. It's a privilege and an opportunity to be here tonight. And I thank the government of Senegal for giving me the platform and the bank for organizing this very valuable and important opportunity for us to discuss the future of our continent. Fourteen years ago, I decided to, after 14 years living in the United States, I've asked myself some questions of what I've seen going around in my own continent. Traveling around the world, I see young Africans that I met in the cold farms of Italy, in the cold tomato farms of Spain, helping to work the farms of Europe, helping feed Europe where they could be done that here in our own continent, which is still struggling to feed itself. In the streets of Morocco, in Tanger and Seta, I met millions of thousands of young Africans tried across the border looking for opportunities in Eldorado in Europe. That doesn't happen again today. Even further, I go to Brazil, I find young Africans waiting for their opportunity to cross and go to Mexico in the border of America and Arizona, risking their lives looking for opportunities to enter the United States. These thousands of young Africans leaving our continent, some of them will never make it, dying in the oceans, looking for opportunities and sometimes dying. Well, just like me. I grew up right here in Kaulak, three hours away from here, in poverty. Looking at my mother, struggling with ten children. And I tried in my young age to look at my future of what can I do to support this woman. But then my country couldn't give me my dreams. These, like millions of young Africans, I looked up to another country as the United States, which gave me a start of cleaning tables to working with the President of the United States, the first African-American President. But I knew after 14 years in the U.S., there was a calling waiting for me here to answer the call of our generation. Because I refuse as many Africans as you, as many of our presidents here working to make this happen, that we are not a poor country, that we are the richest country, continent in the world, with the most natural resources in the world, the most edible land in the world, 365 days of sun. The youngest generation in the world are in Africa. And until now, we cannot guarantee food and access to opportunity and quality of life to our children. This is why I decided to leave Washington, D.C. 
to come and play my part. Because I know not only government have to do their part, but each one of us, all of us, the private sector, we too have to do our part. I have nothing, I know nothing about farming. My family know nothing about farming, but I know the core of our economy. If we want for Africa to develop, we have to address the food issues that we have. We have to produce what we eat and eat what we produce. Not only we will feed our people, but we will create jobs and give dignity to our people. Because what is happening to our people today, what I've seen in Europe, I'm traveling around the globe to meet the diaspora, to invite them to come home to help us to develop this continent. I have to actually cut my trip to come to meet with you tonight. I thank the Minister of Agriculture, Mr. Alin Gurinjai, for inviting me for that. And what I'm talking to the diaspora, to come home and support and participate. Our governments also have a role to play because it's going to take government and private sector. But not only a private sector, but a strong private sector, a supported private sector. This is why when I came home, I launched the Jeffzone Farms. And today, in the Jeffzone Farms, we are training thousands of young Africans from around the diaspora in the continent to come learn about farming so they can produce and also transform the food that we eat here. I remember a few years ago when I started farming, we used to lose a lot of our tomatoes, for example. I said to myself, this is not right. We produce if we don't have access to the market. Two days, three days after, we lose most of our produce. Today, I launched a few years ago a transformation unit with the women in the rural farms with the Jeff Zones, we are making our own ketchup, we're making our own tomato paste, we're producing, transforming all of our vegetables and our fruits in mango seasons, for example. We used to lose a lot of mangoes. Today we do we dry mangoes, we put them in cans that we can keep them for two to even three years if they are not open. It's, this is the kind of creative approaches that we need. But if supported by the right institutions, we can revolutionize and create a movement of young farmers. Because today, with what we're doing, and many are doing it around the continent, but what we're doing with Jefferson, we are turning agriculture attractive to young people. This is a role we should play. Because when I first started farming, my own family made fun of me. Some of my family members went to see my mom. They said, you know, he's on marobite ton fils. Because he left Washington, D.C., he come to, uh, to the farms to do farming. Why would they, my own family think that? Because farming is collided in this country as misery and poverty. This is why young people don't want to farm. So how can we now switch it where farming becomes attractive, where farming becomes a business, where in farming... We can create the next billionaires in this continent. Is by turning it attractive by young people, creating champions in the farming sector 
So like we have it in music, the same thing we have in sports, the same thing we have in the economies, we should have farmers that can inspire the young Africans to go back to this farm and occupy our land. Because if we don't do it, what is going to happen is that our friends abroad are coming into our lands, buying thousands of miles, I mean, uh, actors. And not only we are importing food now, but they're going to farm from our own country and take the food outside to sell it outside. And our young people are going to continue to do what I did, leave this country to look for opportunities in France or in Morocco or in Spain or in the United States or in other countries like Turkey and everything, where we can guarantee them here in Africa. Please, my friends, let us not con continue to just have these kind of conferences, and when we go home, everybody continue on with their lives. Until two years again, we're going to meet again and talk about policy again. Because to change farming is not going to happen in the conferences. To revolutionize agriculture is going to happen on the ground on the farms, not in the offices where we have the climatizers and etc. We need to bring farmers in the room to discuss but find solutions of the farmers that they do have. We need to support women in farming. We need to support young people in farming. We need to support creatives who are coming into farming and technology so we can revolutionize the farming industry right here in Africa. Thank you for having me here, and I hope to connect with some of you to build together. God bless you. Mm -hmm.